What's your what's your what's your one B? What do you think it is? Oh my god, you're so fucking what talk about one dimensional. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you serious? Fist versus tax. You're you're fucking you are more one dimensional than MXPX. <laughs> Literally. You are fucking wow. Literally. Yeah, no, that's a good so, song, man. You're so weak. You are weak. You're weak. Why? You're Why? Weak. Because Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, different artist, and we break down one of their records. We get into the lyrics, music, and everything in between. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Give Boost our rating up. That's what we want. That's what we need. And keep listening. Tell all your friends. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. Share our posts. Be kind. Be kind. Um, I don't know. That's all I got for the boring intro. Uh, what are we doing today, Jeff? We're doing uh, Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo by the MXPXs. MXPX, Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo. What is your origin story with this band? What do you got, Jeff? Go. Uh, that that song. I'm okay. You're not okay. We're all okay. Hey, I'm a dude. She's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's is that my, really oh yeah God. that's that's my origin story. Um, they were kind of big at camp. I mean the Christian pop punk thing. So yeah. going to YMCA camp, there were there were more than a few people that liked MXPX, and that was a song that that was always like playing. And I I like it. I still love it. So that was like my first introduction to them. Um, I think when I started downloading music, that was a song that I downloaded by them, and then it came across Responsibility, and that was like my true introduction to the band where. I dove into it and bought the album and, and loved them at that point. And then went back to Buffalo and loved it. Damn, wow. okay. It's early Lizard. on. Way earlier than me. All right, my uh, my origin story is Responsibility. That was the first thing I, I heard from them. I really liked it, even though you know I was a, I was a full-blown metal, new metalman at the time. and uh, But that, that one creeped in somehow. I, I don't know why. But but yeah, no, that, that was my... my um, because it's great. The origin story with them, and then I went to go buy that record, the Ever Passing Moment, and they only had one no, MX, no effects. God damn it! They mm-hmm. only have they only had one MXPX record or CD at Best Buy, and it was actually a comp. It was the Let It Happen comp. Yeah. So I bought that, and that was my first no uh, MXPX CD. Oh, nice. Comp. Yeah, and and I really liked it. I mean, it's 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 pretty much all the early punk stuff, you know, from a lot of like Poconaccia style. Um, it's pretty much a punk record. So that was my, my first thing with them. And then eventually I got the ever passing moment and I liked it. And then I, I quickly stopped listening to it because I, then I started to get more into like hardcore punk and, you know, everything in between. So I kind of stopped listening to pop punk for a while. And this is the one that I never really went back to the ever passing moment. And, and even the, the comp, I never really went back too much. So, um, but yeah, that's my origin story. Okay. With MXPX, no effects. Okay. 
Okay. So let's uh, let's jump into slowly going the way of the buffalo. Um, initial thoughts, and then we could jump right into the song we already played, which was "I'm Okay, You're Okay." Sound good? Yep. All right. So what do you got? Oh, I always wait for you to say go, but you didn't say go again. Go. So you, you kind of do it like half the time, and I don't know yeah, if, you, if you it's like know. a bit or if you just, I don't know. But you should so, know. Well, it's a bit, but you should just oh, continue the joke anyway. It's an inconsistent bit. That's not a big deal. That's fine. So um, <laughs> my initial thoughts this week, oh, I, I mean, I bought the vinyls a while ago, but uh, I like MXPX. I always have. I don't, I don't know. I, I get, I get why people think that they're... I guess for lack of like a better word, overrated or people don't understand like why they're as popular as they are, but there's a lot of reasons why they are as popular as they are. And they prove themselves time and time again to be as great as they are. And I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think they're underrated or overrated by any means. I think if anything, they're underrated. They are, man, like when we go see a lot of shows and we're there for the headliner, it is even now in our old age, we don't give a shit about the openers in any way. And if it's not if it's not something that we really want to see, we're just gonna fucking skip it because we got we got disposable income now, baby. So now we can just go see the headliner, call it a day. True. But true. If MXPX was that opener, you fucking better believe this tush would be in that seat, baby boy. Yeah. And that's I'd see them as an opener. Not as a headliner, but as an opener. That's what makes MXPX MXPX. They can open up for fucking they can open up for Guns N' Roses, and you're not going to miss that opener. They can open up for fucking, I don't even know, they, for Zeppelin, you're not going to miss that opener. They can open up for <laughs> No Effects, you're not going to miss that opener. These guys can transcend genres. They can transcend fan well, bases. Come Absolutely. On. What do you mean, come uh, on? Absolutely. I don't know about that. They bring the heat. pretty one-dimensional. They're pretty one-dimensional. So is No Effects. No Effects is 100% one-dimensional. That's fine. But no, Pennywise are way is, 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 is one dimensional. I agree. Pennywise definitely. A lot of bands are one dimensional. A lot of filler. Doesn't make it, doesn't make it bad. Doesn't make it good. I'm saying they transcend. They can they can they can appeal to punk fans. They can appeal to rock fans. They can appeal to to they can hang out with hip hoppers and still slay it. Still kill it. They put on a fantastic show. They have a lot of energy. They're really really them? cool dudes. I've never seen them. Oh okay. Never seen them. They played. They played some of the Warp tours when we were going to warp tour a lot but they never played pomona that's weird or, or i should say they never played pomona when we were in pomona okay okay yeah which sucks but yeah i've never i've never seen them and uh probably won't at this point i think they're slowing down if not completely stopped touring at this point well they had the um yuri and tom had left the band for like three years because they didn't want to tour anymore so they just left well they left then, the band uh, what well, because Mike wanted to do other things. He was doing his podcast. He was well, yeah. hooking up with Feldy. He was he was doing all these other things. True. Yeah, that's true. But th- I, there's, there's, a reason, there's a reason that MXPX, not musically, because musically I think they're almost underrated, but there's a reason why MXPX is, is beloved by like everybody, just like the Vandals are beloved by everybody. Like, nobody shit talks to the Vandals. Nobody shit talks to MXPX because they consistently put out at least pretty fucking fun music. And they've been around, dude. They've been like the same fucking trio of dudes for like over twenty years. It's that's yeah. fucking bonkers. It's crazy. It's crazy. Outside of that first record, and then more recently, they got that second guitar player. Yeah, but it's still the out. same three guys. Yeah. So just yeah. just one record. Everything else is like the same guys. They tour. They're really nice. Like everybody loves them. They can still play fast, dude. They still well, up until their last several shows. 
but they were still playing the fist for tact, fist versus tact live, slaying it, fucking cranking it out, and almost half the time, like time wise, because they're doing like double time of it, they can still slay. They just really, really fun. They're really nice, and they put out at least, like I said, at least fun music. Yeah, no, their music is fun. Um, they're now I totally lost my train of thought. Fuck. Man, there was this band that used to always play at House of Blues when we were going to shows. It's not Sonic Youth, but I think one of those two words was in the band name. Youth Brigade. Youth Brigade, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck me. Talk about like... Yeah, they used to play all the time. See, like whenever we went to a show, or whenever we bought tickets to a show, and we saw like this band, and then opening is Youth Brigade. Like, oh, cool, we have an extra hour to kill because I'm not going to see that band because they're boring as fuck. So that's... (laughs) Even though we've seen them a bunch of times, so... Because we were already there. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a band before that we want to see. I don't know. But Youth Brigade, boring, boring stuff. But MXPX yeah. is, is not boring. I, They're just not. They're, they're a good, good, solid, tight band. They're, they are, hear me out, they are the Foo Fighters of pop punk. I dig. That's fair. I That's dig. fair, right? It's vanilla pop punk. It's nothing overly catchy. It appeals to a lot of people. And Mike Carrera is, super ni- is a super nice guy. Just like Dave Grohl. Yeah. And just like the Foo Fighters. I mean, I, I like MXPX more than you probably average Joe, but I still have that greatest hits comp by the Foo Fighters, which I like because it has a lot of really, really good songs on it, but I would never buy an individual album. <laughs> which is but, fine. That, that makes sense. But damn, they got some bangers, but like MXPX too, right? You could probably buy like a greatest hits comp and be okay with it if it was all your favorite personal songs. Let's see, damn. at this point, I mean, after this week, I don't think I would buy an MXPX comp. Oof. I, I don't think I would. I don't think I could, I could put together 12, 15 songs for a comp, a greatest hits comp for them. These guys just, they just they've they're withstood good. The, stand, the, 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 the trial of time. They, they, they've, they've been there. They've done it. Besides like the big juggernauts of pop punk, like Sugar Colt, right? All American Rejects. These are names that who gives a shit about? How many songs can you name by them? Who cares? Nobody cares. MXPX has withstood the trials of time. They've been there since the beginning. They were putting out skate punk. They transcended into pop punk. And they did it and they did it and they toured. They toured with fucking no effects, dude. They toured with everybody. Nobody shit on them. They were accepted into all circles. I think it's because Mike Carrera is so nice. I, I really <laughs> think that's the only I think that's the only reason why that they've been. But that's not the only so reason success. why. No, I, they because they make good music. Reason. I think that's a big reason, not the only reason. That was a yeah, bad if, choice of words. If but they dressed like reason. fucking like Benji and Joel, the the the, the GCBs, they did. No, they did not. No, 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 no. Go back and watch some of those videos from the early two thousands. No, there's some pretty no because what what the GCBs did was incorporate kind of like like the hip hop culture into their look. MXPX never did that. They just they were more in line with with like Alkaline Trio type of look that that goth look. Yeah, yeah, they were more, but they even then they weren't as. I don't even want to call Alkaline Trio dark, but they, yeah, they weren't even as dark as Alkaline Trio. They were, they're just. Um, MXPX God, were just nice guys just... that liked to hang out with everybody, <laughs> and luckily put out at least, like I said, at least fun music. Some of their shits great, Buffalo great, Passing Moment great, but at least they're fun. Some of it, okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They are fun, but. They do have a lot of filler. Every album has a. All their albums are way too long. Outside of their their last record, which was thirty minutes, which is how long all of their records should be. 
you can trim out a lot of stuff on their records. 45 minutes is way too long. I agree. Because, I, I mean, th- this song is 16, I mean, this album is 16 songs. They all clock in. I think the longest song is three minutes, 45 seconds. Most of them clock in at two, two and a half minutes. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff. It is, it is a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. You're right. They don't, you could probably cut it, you could probably take out five songs from this album. And yeah, I'd be okay and just make it, it make it really tight. Just make it super, super tight. But then that goes with everything. Every every album of theirs, like I said. But that's why uh, I will I will say I will I will try and defend because like, just like the Grateful Dead, kind of like people that that don't really like it don't like it. They don't give a fuck. But people that like MXPX like really really like MXPX a lot. And yeah, and, and I mean, we also have to touch upon, you know, they were they were huge in the Christian rock, the Christian punk rock, Christian rock community up until like 2010. You know, they, their records were still like number one, number two on the Christian charts. And then they were somewhat successful on the Billboard charts. And But they built a lot of their fan base from the, the Christian rock community. And I think, I think one reason why they're so popular too is because so many 12, 13-year-old kids were allowed to listen to this like punk rock music that was so forbidden within their households, but MXPX was okay to listen to. So then they automatically have this nostalgia because it was something so different when they were kids. And then they just want to, they just love MXPX for being so different from what they're used to. So I think that's another reason why they're, they're as big as they are is because they were, they were so different within that community, that very, very small, narrow minded community. Well, I think that's, that's I don't want to say narrow minded. I think if it's like a a child driven community that was, thrust upon children by their parents so the kids didn't know a difference between mxpx and no effects other than well, no, no, i was allowed no, I, to listen to mxpx no that's what i'm saying because you had such a small amount of bands to, that you were allowed to listen to because some christian families are insane and you had yeah. such a small amount of bands but then you get this kind of aggressive punk rock music you think you've never heard anything like it before you know and so you you latch onto it. you you get into the lyrics i mean the lyrics on this record are fucking dumb <laughs> they're really they're, dumb. They're they're they're, <laughs> they're, they're one dimensional, yes. extremely one dimensional. Like there's no depth to them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think I think if you take the Christian rock out of it, and I don't think they would be as popular. And I hate saying it because my career seems like such a nice guy, and their music is fun. I just don't think they would have the clout, the not the clout, the the popularity if it hadn't been for all the Christian. But then you got to you got to you got to think, right? Because they they were never like aggressively Christian. There's a lot of the, they weren't Reliant K, for instance, is a band that's not even half as aggressive as MXPX. But like they tripled, like the tripled down on the God talk on their albums. MXPX was never that aggressive. They mentioned God a couple times in their first couple albums, but it was like once, maybe twice. So but MXPX, that was a, that was intentional. That was enough They're, to be sold. That was enough to be sold at Lifeway, which is. Anybody who doesn't but it know, it wasn't enough was the to be shunned store. by the true pop punkers of the era. It wasn't enough to be shunned by Green Day and Blink because and Mike Herrera no was so names. nice. Because he's, so he's nice. smart, dude. He's smart. No, he no. You're right. He is. He's, if he's he very smart. if he was going he on tour with no effects and and like every fucking song was preachy, they would kick his ass off. They said, "No, I don't give a fuck how nice you are. This is just stupid." But because he's nice and because yes, they are Christian, but they're also fun to hang out with, and they don't like preach in their music. That's why they were allowed to, to rub elbows with like Pennywise and, and no effects. And so yeah, all these little Christian boys and girls that were going to MXPX shows were exposed to no effects. And now they can buy no effects merch. 
And so like MXPX is that gateway drug for these kids to like, I don't know, be better. And that's what that and that and that's my point. You know, they were the ones they were the bands that a lot of kids but who nobody didn't else know outside did music. Nobody else could do outside this. music. What? Nobody else could do this. Nobody else did this. No one has done this except for MXPX. Okay, and that's and that's fine. Going and back that's to why my they're point, so great. My point What is your point? You don't have a point, point here. My point was they're only this popular because of their Christian base. Yeah, no, I understand. They're popular yes. because they can transcend between genres, between groups of people. I know, they can but bridge if it gaps. wasn't for that, I know. But if it wasn't for that Christian base, they wouldn't be as successful. I understand they tra- they can transcend between the two of them. No, they're this they successful because they put base. out decent music, at least they decent put out music. Good, no, yes, you're right. You're right. They do because if their but music you, sucked, like I you, literally just said, if their music sucked, they would have kicked off these tours. I understand. No, I understand that. And so this point would have been a moot point if their music sucked or if they were too preachy. Or if any of those things happen, but because they did all of it, not just because of one thing, it's because of like five or six different things. It's because he's nice. It's because all yes, they had roots in Christian pop punk, and yes, they made great. I music. think that's a big reason, and that's the big reason. Oh my god, it's not I'm the standing by that. Reason. I'm standing that's by that. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. It's not fucking stupid. I mean, they could have made, made a, a good. Point. They could have made a good career if they were not Christian whatsoever. If they were just pop punk only, they could have made they, a good career out of it. No, they could have. No, you're absolutely right. They could have made a good career. If they made shit music and but, were Christian, they could they not have made a good career out of it. But they wouldn't have been as big had it not been for that Christian base. If they were if they were one hundred percent Christian, if they were like look at Switchfoot. Switchfoot's a fucking aggressively Christian band and they make really shitty music. Let me get a fuck you're about right. Switchfoot. No, you're right. Although like well, actually, technically speaking, like Switchfoot. Switchfoot are probably more <laughs> like record sales wise are probably more popular than MXPX, which even yeah, shows yeah. you more that they, even the Christians kind of didn't quite fully embrace MXPX. Which yeah, I know. I I, I agree Five with Iron you on Frenzy, that. Five Iron Frenzy, another fucking Christian band. I know. Crazy Christian, the better than yep. both the bands. Agreed, but still, but silly. Don't, my don't, don't lean too much in the Christian. That's a stupid point. It's it's, it's narrow minded and point. silly. It, it is. It's it's, it's narrow minded and silly. Part of their history. It's it's an extremely important part of their history. I never said it wasn't important. I just said don't lean and into it as like the biggest it's factor. The it's not the biggest the factor. Though. That's silly boy. It's talk. the base of their popularity. It's where it started. Yes. Okay. okay. So it's the base. That's where the base of their fans came from. But that's not the most the important. Christian. That's not the most important pillar that holds up the platform of MXPX. I disagree. No. I no. Totally disagree. It is a pillar, but it's not the most important pillar. No, the most important pillar is the fact that they make good music. <laughs> they make good. Yes. Sometimes they do. Because ultimately, you can't. You can't. You can't sell tickets if you make shit music. Unless well, that's that's not true. <laughs> unless you're making music post like 2010 era. That's not true. Then you can then you can sell at stadiums. Oh shit! Okay, let's um let's get into let's get into this. Oh, I actually I wanted to talk about the cover. I mean, we usually never start with the artwork and the title, but I really like the cover art, and I like the colors. I like the the title of the record. I like this a lot. What do you think about it? I think it's great. It's a band that does not have a lot of depth. Has not been around for very long but it's already kind of making fun of themselves in a genre that uh, it's already kind of like a niche genre anyway, pop punk. So Christian it's, punk, it's, yeah. It's a bit, it's not Christian punk. It's, Christian this punk, is a, it's okay, not Christian punk. This is a band that's already kind of making fun of, of all of it. And that's cool. It's cute. Yeah. I mean, so slowly going the way of the Buffalo is a reference to some of their fans saying that they've ditched their old sound and they're making something more, I guess more pop or something just different in general to what they what, fans are used to so they're slowly going the way of the buffalo that style's disappearing i like that and when the christian I, I pop really punk do. kids like say you're selling out <laughs> <laughs> i know that's really telling right 
<laughs> that bass, that, that Christian pop punk bass, yeah. They know true punk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, so ju- let's jump in, into the record, into the, like, fuck, we haven't even talked about the song we played already. I'm okay, you're okay. What, what are your thoughts on this one? I'm okay, I'm okay, this is my 1B. Duh. Is it really? Of course. Jesus. It's my yeah. 5B. Yeah. Well, I know. It's probably a little bit slow. There's not a lot of punk in here. There's kind of a lot. But you're a ballad too, so I don't know. I think it's because it probably has a video. You probably put it as your 5B. That's all right, though. Yeah, there's my 1B. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, this. This is. They do this a lot over the course of their career. They'll find a good chorus, a good hook, and they'll realize... I don't know if I have enough for a song. So let's just kind of like beat around the bush here. Let's just put a verse in here that's fine, doesn't really go anything, doesn't do anything, but it sets up the chorus nicely. And that's what these verses do. These verses just set up the chorus. And this chorus is so yeah. fucking catchy. The chorus is, is the catchiest part of the whole record. Yeah. I'm saying that right now. It, it yeah. really is. Because yeah, right. it, it's, it's big, it's kind of grand, um, with the woes, the background woes, something that they don't do on this record or really ever do in their music. You don't really hear the woes, right? Not really. I very, don't remember hearing that. few and far in between. Yeah. So, I mean, that chorus is awesome. It, it also reminds me a lot of Alkaline Trio. There's a lot of things on this record that remind me of other bands, from Alkaline Trio to Bad Religion to Pennywise and so on. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I think the main riff is pretty, pretty cool, um, considering I don't think Tom's a very good guitar player at all really at all um and uh i don't know the big palm muted guitars during the verses are cool and the way it kind of transitions into that chorus is great and then the double time toward the end that's really cool that's awesome you gotta love that it was so yeah. good the double yeah, time at the end was awesome tom man this band is just I, I think yuri's pretty damn good at the drums i i like i like the way he plays i like how he adds depth to some of the songs where he'll he'll go from from kind of doing that just generic like pop punk snare to hi-hat bass drum but then he'll use like a lot of toms much like yeah. the drummer from pennywise goes into it and i love that um mike you can't really tell if he's a great bass player or not i still really don't know to this day if he's like a fantastic bass player or not well, but the last um, song is pretty rad his bass playing it, in the last song is pretty cool it's fun it doesn't it doesn't showcase that he knows how to play the bass any more than like a guitarist would just pick up a bass and start playing it but uh, yeah, Tom. Or, um, yeah, Tom. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's power chord central. I mean, there's nothing. He rarely does anything but power chords. Yeah. I mean, there's I, no. I, th- there's like one tiny solo in one song. There's a few leads thrown here and there. But well, yeah, the best, it's just it's just the power best lead on this album country. is not even him. It's it's uh, the guest guitarist. Oh, is that maybe that's what I'm thinking of? Is the yeah, solo? It's not even, it's not not even, even really a solo. It's like a lead. It's the dude from uh, from Bad Religion. Oh, Bad Religion? Um, what the fuck his name is? The guy was in Minor Threat too. Right now. Yeah, I can't remember right now. Whatever his name is, we we'll get there. Brian, Brian, uh, Brian Bell, Brian Bell. Yes, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm so okay, yeah, I don't okay. know. I'm, dude, it's so I'm okay catchy. Here. It's so good. I get it. It's a ballad. It's goofy. It's it's silly. But man, it's so fucking catchy. And you can tell like they didn't know how to write more to this because of the fade. And I don't like songs that fade out. I think it's cheesy. I think it's a cop out. You like you got if, if you know how to start a song, then you know how to end a song. Like why why does nobody start a song on a fade? Because that's stupid. So why do we why are we okay with bands ending songs on fades? Don't like it. But you can tell yeah. like they don't know how to end it because this whole thing is just written around a chorus. But god damn, <laughs> that's a good chorus. It's a really good chorus. 
That's one of those choruses that even after the song's over, you never heard this for the first time in your life, and, and after it's over, you can still you can still sing along to it. That's how catchy it is. You're right. You're right. Uh, lyrically, what do you have on this one? Uh, I, I think it's it's about that. I, I think I think he's just like in his mind. Everybody's thinking in his mind. He's Great kind of like thing. asking himself and, and a significant other if everything's okay. Yeah, I, I think this is his, him showing his insecurity, uh, how, you know, it's him being on tour and questioning if she's still in love with him. Is she being truthful? You know, it's it's that that insecurity, dude, going on tour. So, um, yeah, I don't think, like we were saying, I don't. there's not a lot of depth to his lyrics at all. They're They're pretty elementary. They really are. But that's why, that, I think that's another reason why so many kids, you know, tweens, they love this band because no it's because it, of the christian thing like you said well it's it's a bit of both it's a bit oh, of now both. it's a bit now it's a bit of both yeah it is not, not to bob bit oh both okay <laughs> what's your what's your what's your one b <laughs> what do you think it is oh my god you're so fucking what talk about one dimensional are you kidding me <laughs> are you serious fist versus tack you're you're fucking you're more one dimensional than XPX. Literally, you are fucking wow. Literally, yeah, no, that's that a good so, song, man. That's, you're so weak. you are weak. You're weak. Why? You're Why? Weak. Because because there's some sort of energy on this record. Because or like the, just there's because some sort there's of energy doesn't, doesn't make like a good song. Just because it's songs intense. There's no like intensity. A lot of Regina Spector songs are just good, beautiful songs. Yeah, but there aren't any just, good, beautiful oh songs god. on this record. We just talked about one. Oh my god, dude, it's. It's that song that we just talked about is a song that, like we both said or we both agreed upon, they didn't know how to write a song because they they're not really good songwriters. They they write good hooks every once in a while, but they can't write a song around the hook. Yeah, and that's a perfect example of it. So throw some like, intensity into a song. It, it's okay. Everybody knows. Tack. Everybody knows you like punk music. Everybody knows I you're do. a little punker. Okay. So like, why so why can't I stop, like this? You, you don't have to flex. You, you can just like take take the back seat for once. It's okay. Why is this your favorite song? It's just, because it's, it's not, the most it's aggressive song they've different. done. Thankfully, they, we have something different to break up kind of the monotony not of the filler. It, it's it's yes. just a, it's just a good oh, like solid, like weird. thrash song here, but like nothing we haven't heard from anybody else doing this for no, the past right. decade and a half. You're right. You're totally right. Ugh. It's not anything different that they've done in the past. It's not anything different from other bands, but it breaks up what's happening on this record. Literally, like we can just have like this shit. Like fucking Justin Bieber can have the worst fucking album of all time, and you just throw in a song like Fist versus Tact and Tyler. Oh, that'd that'd be pretty fun. sick. Though. This this album's actually pretty good. On second listen though, <laughs> you're the worst. Would that be you're, pretty cool though? You are the if you heard like a worst. punk song like this from Justin Bieber, you know, you know, you'd be down for that. Of course, I would. That'd be yeah, great. So don't don't get get off your fucking high horse. Get the fuck out of here. God Ugh. damn, you're you're Fist you're, you're incorrigible. You're incorrigible. I you know I don't care. I, I don't, care. don't care. I don't care. You don't care. I don't care. Ba, 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 da. So go go ahead. All right. What? I I'll play the song. I, I really like the song. This is my one. Play beat. a I'm, fucking you know, track. Fucking, I'm gonna play it. So here it is. Uh, uh, Fist versus Tact from the MXPXs. Fist versus Tact from MXPX. I just love the simplicity. I mean, all their songs are simple, but the, the real simplicity of this, and then the part with like the guitar the the palmy, it's the dun, da dun, da dun, da dun. So good. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. It's so fucking cool, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this is obviously it's just so a playlistable stupidly song dumb. Here. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just it's a just, stupidly dumb song. And it just worries me that this chords. is your, your one banger because then everything else you just had no fun with. I mean, and there are some songs that I, I, I mean, are they're oh. forgettable for sure. Do you have Do you have stinkers on this album? I I don't have stinkers because everything w- was enjoyable, but it's filler and forgettable. Some of it. So you have you have, you have one banger and then uh, what is that 15, <laughs> yeah. 15 okay songs? <laughs> two bangers, two bangers, and then the rest. Yeah. For really, you only um, have two bangers? No, I have seven. Seven. Did yeah. You, I have did seven. you playlist all bangers? No, I did not. Oh, I don't know the true bangers, then, buddy boy. I playlisted three, three bang. My top three bangers I playlisted. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. So that fits for tax. My six <laughs> B. Okay, you're the worst. How many Bs do you have? Like eight. Oh, okay. That's not even. Get it out of here. I have eight Bs. And then I I listed everything else as like a low B no nine Bs and then low B mid B or uh, high B. Wow. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. what do you have on Fist vs. Tact? We just we just we just got into it. There's a lot of cool stuff on there that I like. There's a lot of st- they still play the song or well, I mean, again, yeah, they did. Lyrically, but, yeah, they sorry. they played it they played it live and and they still slayed it, man. They 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 were still just, just as aggressive. They would speed it up sometimes. Um, Yuri does those like super simple tomates. So do do. To lead into the next parts, yeah, so I like basic, that part too. so basic, yeah. dude. But that's like that's stuff that we do before we transition to the faster parts of songs when we jam together. <laughs> the guy, you, like, you gotta love it, right? Yeah, and they've made a career off mediocrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, No Effects is like the fucking Bob Dylan's of pop punk music, and they've written the same fucking song mm-hmm. forty five thousand times. Oh, you come on, you can make that about you can make that up about anybody. Like who? Name one other person. Not Weezer. Uh, Mm, oh, okay. You're right. You're right. But mm-hmm. Weezer just have some bad fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Bob Dylan wrote five songs, and they're all five songs were terrible. You know, and he rewrote those five <laughs> songs. Fucking guy, thousand fucking times. You yeah. can't see, but I'm shaking bad. my my fist and like the chicken yeah. in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have lyrically on this song? This the song, stupid song. It's, yeah, the song literally stupid. They don't. Yeah. Dumb. It's about his depression after breaking up with his girl. That's stupid. That's it. That's all the song is about, I think. I think. All right. So what is your, uh, what's your 2B? Second banger on here. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, like scroll, 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 scroll. Scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, scroll. party. My house. Be there. I love that title. <laughs> I do love that title. <laughs> That's my 6B. Another fan favorite here. Party. My house. Be there. My 2B. Dude, instantly catchy instantly fun song it's so bouncy this is the one that reminded me of the sugar cult type shit where it's just like mm. it's so bouncy it's so swingy and it's so rad where you can hear mike and his bass like going at it together because you don't yeah. get like a lot of it it's always like tom thrown in the mix which is fine but um i really like just to hear mike and his bass and he's not a great singer but he, he does have a unique voice that kind of only he sounds like it's very it's very fat mike sounding but a little bit more croony, but it's not yeah, good. Right. It's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. It's not. <laughs> like, he's not a good I singer. Love, he's not a good singer. Ju- we just everything we talk about, everything, every way we describe this band is like a backhanded compliment, or is just nothing is overly positive about this band. Because it's like we, we live in a society now <laughs> where if you're not if you're not the best at what you do, then you're shit. But like, where did we lose sight of? Like, there's a lot of really good, like, B-team bands. No, I know. I know. Like, 
there's a lot of good C team fucking bands, man. Like there's a lot of good stuff out there that it's just like, yeah, that's pretty good. Not the best, but that's fucking good. Like I'll, I'd see you live. I'd buy your stuff. What would you, where would you throw uh MXPX there? B team? Yeah. I throw, I, would, in, I throw them in B team. I would throw them in B team because I don't have a lot of reason to throw them in A team or A tier, but I would never even think about putting them in C tier. Mm, they're writing that fine line. They're B minus right now. No, 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 no. They're, 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 they're B tier. They, they, they do have a massive fan base that's bigger than, than most people would even fucking realize. No, I know. And there's, I mean, I've watched some live stuff recently from them and they draw a pretty decent crowd. I was surprised. Yeah, they've been around, yeah, they been around a long time, put out consistently good that music. Christian base, man. That Christian oh, base. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Party, Miles, be there. Is this, a, yeah. this is a 6B you said? Yeah, it's my 6B. This is the, so like this is another one where they had the woes, right? There's woes in here. Yeah. The, and, and there's a. You know, the Green Day riff, the Green Day guitar riff, kind of that bouncy, swingy thing like you were saying. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of Green Day. The, dude, this song pulls out all of the pop punk stops. They have like that staccato bass part that din 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 over the guitar pick and the do 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 like all this stuff, everything like in the pop punk realm they put into the song. Yeah, yep, it's good. I and and you brought up you know it's nice hearing Mike sing with just the bass or without the guitar, and on this song they do that and it does sound really good, and it made me think like why do they always have to just fill, fill the fill fill the wall of sound like just. Just let the song breathe a little bit. Like his guitar comes in so unnecessarily sometimes. Like you can you could add so much to the so much more to a song with less guitar. <laughs> Especially when your guitar playing is not outstanding. It's not creative really, I don't I don't feel. But then if they if they didn't know. put the guitar in there, people would complain, like, Oh, you guys are just like fucking relying K. You just make this music. You're not punk anymore. But you gotta have the the dumb, boring guitarist. Every punk yeah. band is a dumb, boring guitarist. Yeah. Every mediocre yeah, punk true. band, I should say, is a dumb, boring guitarist. True. True. So, uh, you want to play a little bit of this? What do you want to do? Yeah, play, play, play a little bit of it. Um, Party, my house, be there. Pretty cool stuff, right? The theme fiasco from uh, yeah. No XPXs. I just, I just cracked open a Heine Zero. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Why? I was sitting there. I mean, you have a, you have actual real beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is real Let's, beer. There's no alcohol in it. There's no alcohol. Yeah, I uh, I'm opening up a uh, Sprite because uh, Sprites are good. Mm. Sprite. Oh my god. What you don't like Sprite? I just it's just like like straight Sprite. There's like so much sugar in that shit. Well, like, no, it's, it's zero sugar. Come on, zero uh, sugar. I was gonna say, are you complaining like oh, whatever? <laughs> no. Sprite. Well. Yeah, forty grams of sugar in a fucking sprite. No, I don't think that much. There's a lot. It's it's for sure more than thirty. I think it's around forty. Uh, let's see here. I don't want to know. Forty-four. Forty-four. Do you? Uh, so like just the other day, actually, I showed Nick and Sloan how much forty-four grams of sugar actually is. Like I pour. I have a little scale. It's a lot. And I poured forty-four grams of sugar into a little tub, and I poured the tub back into the the sugar holder and as it slowly like poured back in like this is for this is how much fucking sugar you're drinking when you drink a soda and <laughs> when you see it like that it's like holy fucking shit that's like 10 yeah. percent of the drink 
I know it's kind of gross when you think about it, but damn, dude, every once in a while you get a Coke, just a regular Coca-Cola. That's fucking good. Like once a year, just treat yourself. One Coke. Meh. Meh. It's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Anyway, um, why sodas? Uh, mm, what, you what's your, I did bring it up. That's true. So what's your 3B? Three that was my no. That was my three B. I thought I said my three B. Do we not? Do we not go? Hmm? No, because the theme is my my two B. Mm-hmm. So, the downfall of Western civilization is my three B. That's my three B too. Look, very good, very good. Our bangers very are pretty good. much the same again yeah. this week. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Talking so much shit, but we're on the same. You're talking so same. much shit. You're just listing B's because you felt bad because you feel obligated <laughs> because. God's gonna look down on you with his judging eyes. That's why you fucking listed bees. I listen to these bees because I love these songs. Okay. <laughs> Have you did you did you hear a lot of good Charlotte on this record? Because I heard a lot. I heard a lot of a lot of bands. So I well, so true. this one this one's interesting because this is the one that has a really cool like guitar like riff later on that's kind of riffing around. And yeah. It's kind of like and you think like oh this is kind of cool. This is a little bit more. It's almost like this country influenced punk riff because there's a lot of hammer ons, a lot of slides, nothing crazy, but it's like this is like better than than we've heard Tom do. And then it looks like I mean he doesn't say that Greg from Bad Religion is specifically doing these riffs, but yeah. he's featured on this track, and this is the only track that has like really standout guitar parts. So Yep. And that's I cool. said there, there's even a tiny guitar solo. That's what I have in my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably not him. But that's fine. That's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. But this one, dude, this one's very dude ranch sounding to me. Hmm. Okay. Why, why do you think that? Because of just how kind of like dumb and quick it is. Like everything's just kind of like thrown out there real quick. And then Tom's mm-hmm. letting those power chords ring out. But yeah. just so he can really just make sure he can kind of keep in time somewhat with what Yuri's doing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like when Scott's blurring at the, the the drums, like doing that real fast thing. Sometimes you hear like Tom and Mark kind of just let things ring out because they don't know how to quite keep in time very well. So it's easier just to like ring something out and then come back in and like the floor count or whatever count they're trying to come in on. And that's that's really the reason why you're Okay. Now I, I gotta I have a kind of a, a blink relation to on this one or correlation, I guess. Um, the, the intro to this song reminds me, it's, it's, it sounds a lot like boxcar racer, something that would have been on that record. It's that, cause it starts out with like that thick sounding bass and the guitar tone is really kind of crunchy, like a lot crunchier than, than Tom sounds on the rest of the record. And it reminded me just a lot of boxcar racer, like the, the maybe the beginning of, uh, feel so, or what's another, I don't even, I don't even know what other song off, off that record, but yeah, I got a lot of boxcar racer. Okay. Feelings on this one. Dude, it's fun, so. silly. Love the gang yeah. vocals. It's a good song. Super cheesy. The gang vocals are super cheesy, but hey, you gotta have it them. works for them. It works for MX because yeah. they're already so cheesy. So it's okay. <sighs> Ouch. <laughs> hate them. Okay, that's all right. I don't hate them at all. I think this is a good song. This is my that's okay. why it's my my three B. It's a good one. So I don't know. You know it's funny, we don't have a lot to say about the music on here. I don't. I know. It's I not. Know. It's. It's. There's not a lot. It's, of it's by the lyrics too. Like the lyrics are just. I mean, I. Uh, I, I can't latch my, on to either of them. Every one of my pieces for like the lyric bit is just like one sentence, maybe two sentences. Same here. Yeah. Um, Same. But here. I mean, like I, I do have a lot of bangers. There's a lot of stuff on here 
that I can talk about that we can talk about lyrically. Mm-hmm. I don't. We could stop talking about the lyrics entirely, and I think I'd be okay. Yeah, I mean they're, they're all they're yeah. all pretty much the same. There's nothing like at least when we did get Charlotte, there were the few songs that were about their dad and not about girls, you know. Yeah, but this is just all about relationships and just done poorly. I feel, or just not poorly. Just it's not poorly. It's just like generic. Yeah, just like a tween. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Do, but we want to play a little bit of Downfall, or what do you want? No, do? this is this is get through some of the other bangers okay. here. My four B's get with it. One of the later okay. songs. That's not a banger for me. Dude, like I have the Avalanche. Like I have the Avalanche has a ton of music that sounds just like this, where it's hmm. it's kind of like it's not slower. Even like Brooklyn Dodgers, right? How Brooklyn Dodgers is kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's catchy like, though. But then it drops into like the Brooklyn Dodgers. He's screaming, and then it drops in super heavy. But then like the verses are kind of weird. They're slower. It's got a different drum beat. So like that's what this song kind of is doing here a little bit. Um, I love the melodies on this one. This is very Green Day also, and how he sings some of these parts in the vein of like, mm-hmm. like self-serving with a purpose earlier on, which is super fucking Green Day because of the way he kind of, uh, I don't know, that vocal style that he's doing. That, that's very, yeah. we just did Green Day. It sounds so much like Billy Joel and what Billy Joel was doing at the time. The Dookie um, Drawl. Yeah, the Dookie Drawl. You think you said that? Yeah. That's what it was, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, I was trying to think of what you were talking about last week. <laughs> Yeah, the dookie draw. The dookie draw. draw. That's it. But yeah, but then and then and then when the gang vocals come in, this one it's so damn fun. It's just we're just here to rock. Like that's so cheesy. Love it. <laughs> Love it. And then just the the back the backup vocals of get with it. Like it's it's so it's so generic, but I think in 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 the context of this record, it's exciting because it's something a little bit different. Something that doesn't sound as fillery. Fillery? That's fillery. not even a word. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> that was really dumb. <laughs> good old Hillary. Yeah, no, get with it's a good song. It's my four B. I I love it. I playlisted it. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I I didn't playlist this. I I don't even have that many notes for. It. I mean, honestly, the the uh, to me the latter half of the bladder half the latter half. Hillary, Hillary, bladder, flatter. Hillary. Yeah. Jesus. The latter half of this record is uh, a lot of it just jumbles together for me. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Well, I do know why because a lot of it sounds the same. But yeah, man. Once again, they should have condensed this record to like eleven tracks, ten tracks maybe. I think really shortened it. If they did ten tracks, and then Fist versus Tact was like a bonus track after the theme fiasco. Oh yeah. Like that would have been fucking like unreal stuff, and then like obviously when streaming comes out now, we can just eliminate that dead space, and so we get eleven tracks. But yeah, that would have been that would have been really really solid. I do like a lot of the filler. Like so the first filler for me is just the the final slow dance. That's like the first What's filler song? song for me. The third track. Oh okay okay. It's just it's very much like the first two, but just not as catchy. Um, not yeah. a whole different like personality with this one. The the final slow dance. It, I got a. I heard a lot of bad religion. A lot of great, great Gaffin in this one. Um, just the, I don't know. I ton of bad religion, and it's 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 a really short song too. It's just under two minutes. The melody is pretty basic, much like a lot of bad religion is. A lot of it's pretty basic, um, but it's still, it bad religion is a lot catchier, I think, than MXPX. Well, um, hold on there, dude. That's true, though. Hold on there, dude. 
It's true though. Let's not let's not say things we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna regret. I don't regret anything. Well, you should regret some things, like what you just said, <laughs> and saying that Hollaback Girl is a dumb song. Oh yeah, that's not a very good song at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll die on that hill. I'll die on that mountain. Whatever oh, stupid oh. idiots say on the internet. That's on the no-no list. That is on the no. Oh, why did I say it? It's on the no-no list. You're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I failed. Um, okay. Final slow dance. So yeah, I don't. You I'm just trying to like go that. through and see what like mo- like the, the most important notes that I have here. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, let, I'll just go through my other two bangers: "Under Lock and yeah. Key" and "Inches from Life." Do those okay. sit under, anywhere for under you? "Under Lock and Key" is my seven B. Okay, and then "Inches from Life." Or yeah, whatever you want to do first. I don't know. Let's do "Under Lock and Key." "Inches from Life" is my five B. So I like "Inches from Life" better than "Under Lock and Key," but "Under Lock and Key" solid. Got a good swing to it. Do we talk about that song? Oh no, we do we not. Okay, sorry, my notes were all weird. They're all weird. Yeah, I mean, this is a fairly fast song. I really like the second verse, the stop and go of the guitar while everything else is kind of playing. I like when bands do that. They don't do it too often when they should. Like I was saying earlier, like they, Tom needs to know when to just stop playing and let the songs fucking breathe. <laughs> and you get that in this song a little bit. And, that I, and that I think that's one reason why I like it. And the hook in the chorus is very bad religion. Once again, bad religion rears their, their ugly head on this song. Um, and the super bouncy bridge that's very reminiscent of Newfound Glory in Sum 41. And I've found myself this week, obviously, comparing this band and these songs to other bands because there's not a lot to write about. And that sucks. But yeah, Newfound yeah. Glory, Sum 41, Bad Religion. I hear all three of those bands in this one one particular song. I mean, yeah, so like all three of those bands over the course of this album, I've, I heard Blink in this album, I heard Sugar Colt in this album, and uh, yeah. I, I heard a lot of No Effects in the course of MX, no, F, no XPX's career, but it's not it's not like a bad thing, and that's Pennywise no. we talked about. It's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, honestly, No Effects is the only band I didn't hear on, on any of these songs. That's fucking nuts, dude. Like, God damn, man. Mike, the way he sings, how he sings, the way he just spits out words. So much <laughs> fat, Mike. I still don't. I still don't hear it. Like, replaying these songs as we've been going, I I still don't hear the No Effects. Mostly after this album. So, like, after the, after the album, after Every Passing Moment and Beyond, very No Effects-like. Because that's when No okay. Effects got really pop punk. That's true. Yeah, after uh, what was it Pump Up the Volume? Yeah, yeah. that was like because that came out what in two thousand. So that makes sense. Yeah, because that was yeah that was right after Bath of Least Resistance. That was on the Punkorama soundtrack. Yeah, and I have that yeah. comp that it's on too. Yeah. So another yeah. reason why to ha- another reason to have so many No Effects records. Uh, I don't know about that. Not thirteen. <laughs> what about what? Not not thirteen. Well, I mean, they're all good records. How many fucking albums do they even have? You didn't collect them all, like Pokemon. No, no, I'm I'm done. I'm done with No Effects. I, I don't I don't need anything else from them. You don't want to get that last seventeen albums that they have? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, all right. I'm 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 maxed out on my No Effects. So anyway, okay. Under Lock and Key. I that, that's a good song. Uh, what was the other one? What was the other one? It was. Uh, Inches from life. Inches from life, but I feel like I don't know. What? 
I think this is it. I think we're just. I think we've we've run its course. I think we're 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 circling. We? We're trying. I feel like, God, this is a short episode. I think we've only it been is. at it for like an hour. I don't. I don't have like anything negative to say, but I don't I mean, think yeah. I have anything more to say. I mean, I don't have anything overtly negative. Just more, just kind of talking shit playfully. But yeah, no, I, I guess yeah, I don't really have anything else either. I'm looking through my other notes too. Yeah, I, I can't. I just can't believe how short this episode is. This is well, crazy, and we did a lot of fighting too. Like when normally, some you when, lose them. when we fight, the episodes tend to be really long, <laughs> and we did fight a lot. So that's it's kind of telling, right? That we spent more time fighting than talking about the album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, there's a nice balance, but yeah, that's kind of kind of interesting. Um, all right, so let's let's wrap it up then. Let's give our final thoughts on this record and uh, give it our rating based off of our world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album, but give it a shot, and zero is uh, the worst thing you've ever heard. should be burned. All copies should be burned. So what do you got, Jess? Go. Well, I don't know about that, dude. Don't 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 hate this band. Don't, they're, they're, don't. The, the biggest the biggest pillar for this band is not that they're Christian, okay, or they were Christian. I think he, I don't know if he still is or not. I think he said something like He's he not, still yeah. kind of is, but he doesn't fall in line directly with his beliefs. Some actually, honestly, some very generic response that he gave. <laughs> but yeah, it was, dude, like nobody, I remember reading it too, and it didn't like mean anything. <laughs> I tried to read it like two or three times, and now I can't recall what I read because it was just very generic. But like even his podcast, right? The My Career podcast, like he has so many very, very well-known, popular musicians on there, and they all love him. Like everybody loves him. Everybody, yeah, that's like, rad. Everybody wants to be on his podcast. Everybody wants to talk to him. Everybody loves My Carrera, and it's it's because he can write accessible music. He can write at least fun music. This is fun. MXPX is fun overall. Not the greatest. They're yeah. not S tier. They're not A tier. But they're just good, solid beats here. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. There's a lot of really good BT bands. Like Deep Grand Purple. Funk. Grand Funk. Deep Purple. Grand Funk, yeah. Deep Purple might be in like the A tier, actually. But like Grand yeah, Funk, for I, sure, I would put, I would put them up. I would put them up to yeah. at least the stuff in the 60s and 70s, especially the 70s. Especially because of how like, metal they were in that early stages of like the metal formations and stuff. But like Grand Funk, yeah, yeah like a dude, B team band for sure. But they're so yeah. goddamn good. Or they were so goddamn good. <laughs> But there's nothing wrong with MXPX, okay? They're adequately rated in many aspects. Um, I love them. I still don't listen to them. I dig it. But this is like... This is like 2.25. Really that high for this... this. Okay. Yeah, because I do right. think this is good. I do think you're not giving enough credit to like the melodies that are here. The song structures are basic. But that's punk, dude. That is punk, dude. Yeah. We bitch about Sex Pistols, but that's punk, dude. Well, they're just bad. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> God, Corporate Sex Pistols shields. like yeah, the fakest fucking band, one of the fakest bands of all time. Ugh, God, I hate that band. They I could be. They could be the positively fakest. about them. Yeah, yeah. I really, Garbage. God, I really dislike them. Uh, what did I hear recently? Where the one of the, somebody almost got in a fight with Johnny Rotten. I don't remember. Never mind. Ugh. Yeah, whatever. I don't remember now. Oh, it was uh, Darren from Goldfinger. He almost got in a fist fight with. Se- yeah, Darren was on a podcast uh, last week. It was really good. It was a really, really Darren good. Darren Pfeiffer? Yeah, Darren Pfeiffer. 
and uh, and they were talking about how Goldfinger opened up for Sex Pistols in the early '90s <laughs> when they did that reunion tour, and they uh, they almost got like in a fist fight. Him and Johnny Rotten did. Yeah, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, that, that was a really good his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, Darren would have killed him. Johnny Rotten is such a little bitch, man. Little rotten oh. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay, my uh, my final thoughts on MXPX and this record slowly slowly going the way of the Buffalo. I think this. I agree with you. They are a B tier band. B tier band. B T bam. They keep that, that. That's what every time I say that. That's what I think. I'm. That's what I think that I'm saying. <laughs> that's sad. I keep thinking about it too. Um, they don't have anything overly catchy. They don't have anything overly bad outside of that that one record, which I don't remember the name of right now. Uh, this record, quite a bit of filler. Like we were saying, it could be condensed down to a much shorter record. Could have been better that way. I would go back to this again. Uh, I would buy this if it was like 15 bucks, 20 bucks, I'd buy it. I know. I know. I would buy this and I'd buy, um, uh, secret weapon as well. If it was like 15, 20 bucks, but yeah, I mean, I'd go back to this, especially if I'm like hanging out with you and stuff and we're just chilling in the, in the office watching star wars or whatever playing records i'd be down to listen to this and have a good time make fun of it um but yeah i, I with that i i'll give this a solid two out of three just two out of three that's good that's good i would go back to it again as much shit as i talked on it I would go two back adequate to it. ratings and it's not that we're like talking a lot of shit on it it's just we're reaffirming the fact that this is a good good album but nothing about this is great and that's fine mm-hmm. that's okay i'm okay you're okay i'm okay you're okay and but I disagree with you. I think they are an overrated band. They are no. There's nothing about them is overrated. They are overrated. Nobody ever Absolutely. talks about them. Who talks about them? What publications? Like one of the what mo- articles you ever like fucking read more, talks about them? They're one of the more popular bands in the punk scene because they have a cult and following. They because people exactly. in the underground like talk about them. But like, exactly, no, and no so, mainstream talk about them. No, it doesn't matter if the mainstream. They're not mentioned. They're not mentioned in the same circles as as like bouncing souls or vandals or anybody and else they don't they, have to be to be long. overrated they don't have to be to be overrated it's silly boy talk nobody no, overrates this band they're overrated except for gremlins behind their computer like me talking about them nobody <laughs> overrates this band <laughs> right <laughs> gremlins like me mm-hmm. all right uh do we have anything else on this one mm-hmm. no 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 mm-hmm. no, no. no, no. no, no. All right. no. well thank you all for listening you know what to do give us five stars hope you enjoyed this pretty short episode of the pod Um, stay tuned because we're getting into something a massive album a massive band to end pop pop punk season and i will have a beer next week so bam beers i should say uh so yeah that's it that's all What's your what's your what's your one B? What do you think it is? Oh my god, you're so fucking what talk about one dimensional. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you serious? Fist versus tack. You're you're fucking you're more one dimensional than MXPX. <laughs> Literally. You are fucking wow. Literally. Yeah, no, that's that a good so, song, man. That's, you're so weak. You are weak. You're weak. Why? You're Why? Weak. Because you're right. You're totally right. Ugh. It's not anything different that they've done in the past. It's not anything different from other bands. But it breaks up what's happening on this record. 
literally like we can just have like this shit like fucking justin bieber can have the worst fucking album of all time you can just throw in a song like fist versus tact and tyler be like, oh That'd this, be pretty fuck, sick, this this album's actually pretty good on second listen though <laughs> you're the worst would that be you're, pretty cool though you are the if you heard like a worst. punk song like this from justin bieber yeah and they've made a career off mediocrity yeah. mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like No Effects is like the fucking Bob Dylan's of pop punk music. And they've written the same fucking song mm-hmm. forty five thousand times. Oh, you, come on, you can make that about you can make that up about anybody. Like who? Name Most one other person. Not Weezer. Uh, mm, oh, okay, you're right. You're right. But Weezer mm-hmm. just have some bad fucking shit. <laughs> 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 like Bob Dylan wrote five songs, and they're all five songs were terrible. You know, and he rewrote <laughs> those five songs. Fucking guy. 